Hey, my brother and sisters, how we doing today? And welcome back to the Millennial Man Chat Podcast. Hey, one love, brother. How we doing today? Ooh, bada bing, bop, beep, bop. Sorry about that. I'm just feeling, you know, feeling a little that reggae vibe still. That festival was awesome. Had a great time. And uh, it's also kind of going to be the key focus of today's episode. Just talking about music, talking about going to live music, concerts, festivals, getting into that. But uh, yeah, it was great. I hope you guys have had a good past week since we've last chatted. I know, uh, I know I have. It's been fucking busy, folks. I am exhausted. I really am. Got in super late last night from the music festival. It got over at 11. And, you know, we decided to drive back last night because it's about an hour and a half from San Diego. We figured, fuck it. If we can make it back and sleep in our own beds, that would be the better idea. So that's what we did. And I'm running on little sleep because it was a long weekend full of just, you know. When you're at a music festival, you're standing on your feet easily eight plus hours a day. Jumping, running around, going stage to stage. So it's busy. It's a workout in itself, for sure. I didn't have my traditional workout, but I definitely was putting it in, burning some calories. So that was fun. But, uh, yeah, before I get into that, let's let's just start with uh, kind of how the week started off, you know. Unfortunately, wasn't able to record a podcast. I'm starting to think that I might be cursed or something. That this podcast might be cursed and I might never have a guest. But, uh, you know, who knows? <laughs> It'll work out one of these days. It just gets busy and ends up not happening, you know? So, whatever. We'll get around to it. But other than that, uh, I ended up going to the desert with Aaron, my buddy Aaron, for a few days. His brother-in-law was out there racing in some crazy, some crazy desert race called, like, King of the Hammers. And that was cool. You know, that's something I would never go to by myself or even think about going to you know it's just not my style i don't even know what a horsepower is you know i guess that's like how strong how strong a horse is and they times they're still using that to measure how strong a car is i don't know it's just it's all fucking confusing to me so like i said don't understand it don't really know what's going on but it was fun got a new experience under my belt out in the desert for a couple days got to sleep in the back of my car you know, that's always fun. And if you were wondering if it gets cold at night in the desert, <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, it does. It gets fucking freezing. But, uh, yeah, did that. I even got to pit crew. Got to pit crew for uh, Aaron and his brother-in-law and some other guys. I was very useless in the pit crew. Luckily, they didn't need me to do much. But since I was wearing my tie-dye shirt, it stuck out like a sore thumb. Was easily, you know, I was like having a flag. I was able to like wave them in like, here I am, look. Look for the hippie in the tie-dye shirt. So that worked out well uh, in their favor. And other than that, I was pretty much water bitch. I, that's all I could handle there, folks. I'm not not real uh, technologically sound when it comes to automotive stuff. Like I said, don't know much about it. Could care less, honestly. But I can hand a water bottle off. Real good at that. So that's what I did. 
And then other than that, you know, we kind of hung out, drank some beer, ate some good food, bullshitted. It was fun. I had fun. Like I said, not my normal crew of people to hang around with. Not my normal environment. A lot of, there was, you know, a lot of dusty white people there. Just (laughs) out in that desert. Just getting lit up by the dirt. And you'd see, you see some stuff every once in a while. You kind of roll your eyes out. You see fucking somebody with two Confederate flags. Like, oh, you badass. You're a real rebel over there, aren't you? Waving your Confederate flag. That's so cool. Some people. Read a book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But whatever. To each their own. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, so it was a perfect contrast. You know, I went from that one one side of the spectrum. All manly, drinking cold beer talking about pick them up trucks and getting getting girls and you know whatever to uh the reggae festival which is completely different vibe let's not kid ourselves here folks and it was a good vibe it was actually a great vibe i had a fun time there uh was at the california one love reggae festival it was packed it was a great time so many fun performances uh food obviously was super fucking expensive that top shelf PBR was $9 a cup. So didn't have too many of those. Kind of stayed away from that. But other than that, the music was fucking great. The staff was good. They were moving those lines through, getting people in and out. Security was, you know, letting everybody bring pretty much any of their pipes. And I saw people with dab rigs and all kinds of crazy shit in there. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. People were smoking so much weed. The cloud of smoke's coming out from that that crowd was just incredible. I mean, at one point, I was in the thick of it. I was in the gauntlet. You know, I had, like, a joint in each hand and a fucking blunt in my mouth, and I'm, like, trying to pass one joint off so I can take the blunt out. It was insane. And they were, like, no one would say no. Like, you're, like, I don't want it. No, I can't. I can't take another hit, sir. I will die. And they're, like, no, you must. Get higher. And then, you know, of course, I would get higher, and that was fun. You know, I even got so high at one point, I think I saw Jesus. It was, it was actually just some guy dressed up as Jesus, but it had it, it, it threw me for a loop for a second. That's how high I was, folks. That's how high I was. And uh, it was a good time. I did see one girl pass out. That was about as scary as anything got, as wild as anything got while I was there. And all I thought was like a little, I was a little jealous. I was like, oh, she's probably on some, some better drugs than me. <laughs> but no, I, she ended up being fine security and... The medic team came through, got her out of there real quick. It was it was a great event, though. For sure, had a fun time. We'll probably be going back next year. Hopefully, they can have another stacked lineup. I mean, I got to see Nas last night, which was incredible. Obviously, he's a hip-hop legend, so that was amazing. Got to see Atmosphere, Stick Figure, the original Wailers, you know, Bob Marley's band, the original Wailers. That was dope. Uh, so, yeah, that was fun. It was a great time. And that's kind of why, like I said, I want to talk about my concert experiences, my music experiences uh, that I've had in the past and just share them with you. Maybe it'll inspire you to go to a concert, go see some live music, or just take a chance and go by yourself even, because that's what I've had to do a few times. It's more fun with a group for sure, but uh, I've learned that both experiences have a lot of uh, benefits. So I'll just be sharing those with you here coming up, and I hope you enjoy today's episode.
going to music festivals and seeing live music it's you know coming fresh fresh off that reggae festival up there in long beach california the lbc so i figured why not just keep keep that going keep those vibes going i had so much fun up there it was a great time and as you guys know music is a big part of my life i love listening to music it's Probably, you know, between that and podcast, my most consumed type of media, it's, it has to be music. I think I listened to like 67,000 minutes of music last year. I don't even know what that comes out to be, but it's a it's a lot of music, folks. So, it's, it's something that just makes me feel good. It's, it's something I really enjoy. And that's why I want to share it with you. Share some of my experiences, past concerts and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, so let's just get into it, you know? My fr- let's let's start from the beginning, right? We'll start from the origin, as as you tend to do with these things. Chronological order seems to usually work out the best, unless you're like Quentin Tarantino or something like that, which I am clearly not. Uh, but yeah, I, I think my first concert I ever went to. There's a difference between like the first concert I paid to go to and the first concert I went to, right? So the first concert I ever went to, I remember was. A ZZ Top concert at the Kansas State Fair. How random is that? It's, you see these, I'm like some young, you know, 12-year-old, 13-year-old kid. I remember going with my aunt and uncle. And uh, you're seeing ZZ Top. They're playing Sharp Dressed Man, coming out with these crazy guitars. They had the long, white beards. They put on one hell of a show. I remember just being like, you know, I kind of knew who ZZ Top was. Some of their songs, my dad had listened to them. You hear it on the classic rock station all the time. But I didn't know what to expect for their concert because I'd never seen any live music before. And that's kind of where I was like, oh, shit. I like this. This is fun. I didn't know what to expect, right? So that was my first taste of uh, kind of that live music experience. Going there, seeing the crowd get into it a little bit. Obviously, that's a a different crowd than some of the things I go to later. It was an older, a little bit of an older crowd, you know. ZZ Top's not uh, as young as they once were. Let's just put it that way. So it was, you know, a lot of sitting down, maybe a little bit of standing by some of the people, but it was much more mild, basically, is what I'm getting at. But the first concert I actually paid to go to, and it was a great concert. I still think I have... A shirt from that concert somewhere. Uh, I'd have to look for that. That would be interesting if I could maybe take a picture for that with that, and that could be the episode. Anyways, I'm thinking out loud here. Sorry, folks, <laughs> but 
Yeah, the first concert I ever went to was a Taking Back Sunday, Blink-182, and Weezer concert. It was fucking, it was awesome. We, I can't remember who all went with me, but we drove up to Kansas City. I believe it was at like, the, it, back then it was called the Sprint Amphitheater, I think, or maybe Cricket Wireless. I don't remember, but it was awesome. Uh, it was so funny because back then I was still kind of a goody two-shoe. I didn't smoke any weed, didn't really drink any alcohol. So I remember once Blink-182 came out, these kids that were next to me, once they started playing, ended up like sparking up a joint or a blunt or something. And I was offended. I was like, how could they do that next to me? You know, I have asthma. I have allergies. That stuff stinks. How dare they? I remember being like offended, like really mad about it. Kind of like, you know, upset, like a little bitch. Like I was back then. I was a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a needy whiny baby, but uh, yeah, it, it, was a, it was still a great time after I, you know, got over that traumatic experience of someone smoking weed next to me <laughs> at a concert. God forbid, right? Little did I know that, that would be a, a staple of my concert experience. But, um, yeah, I, I got to see Weezer. I've always been a huge Blink-182 fan. Still, to this day, will go down the nostalgia trip of listening to that some of those blink 182 guilty pleasures don't get me wrong you know the, the the voice can sometimes wear you down a little bit and some of the similar poppy punk but i still it'll always have a special place in my heart the that and the weezer i think that night i actually blink has been my favorite band more so overall but the performance wise i was really impressed with weezer that night they had a great light show brought an amazing energy and put on a, a good show that's kind of where, you know, you learn it's important to, it's not just about the music, but it's how you get the crowd involved and how you get them, them riled up. You know, that energy is, you, you feed off of it. You both feed off of it. And it's the same with a, co- a comic, you know, if you're getting them to laugh and you start rolling and you get in a groove, you can kind of feel it. You feed off each other. You really do. And I think that's when you can tell like some of the great performers from so, you know, average to, you know, slightly above average performers, maybe is when, how they, how they get the crowd involved, how they get them riled up and fired up. And you can see it at the reggae fest. You can see it all kinds of places, but it's, it is, it's, it's, it's an important part of uh, the performance for sure. And I remember kind of noticing that back then, even that Weezer just kind of put on a better show. Yeah. But <clears throat> that was, those are my first like rock experience. I, I, always talk about kind of being a hip-hop guy on here you know or not always but i i see myself as more i listen to much more hip-hop than anything basically so i was trying to think what my first hip-hop concert was and i think i came up with it. i'm pretty sure this is it i'm not positive but i remember i was like a sophomore at k-state and omar ramirez and adam rogers and i drove down to wichita and what was it, the Century Link or I can't I can't remember what the place was. Um, Pavilion maybe I don't know. Anyways, it was uh, we went and saw Wale, which was awesome. He I love Wale. That was when he was uh, like nine hundred two one zero was out and more about nothing. It was early early days Wale, which was the prime Wale in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. <clears throat> but. 
I remember going to that that uh, event, and it was the first time in my life, really, you know, being a basic white dude from Kansas, small town Kansas at that, where I finally was actually the minority in a place, which was a, it was an interesting experience. You know, it's something I could finally like, oh, okay. So this feels different than what I normally am, am like, and it was fine. Everything went, went good. There was no problems, but it was just funny to like finally be like, oh, okay. So this is how minorities feel. You know, if you, and I don't know if it's still that way. It sounds like I, you hear rappers saying there's always a bunch of white people in their audiences and stuff now, which is great because I think everybody should listen to hip hop because it's amazing. But uh, yeah, that was not the case at this Wale concert in Wichita. That's for sure. I even remember, like, I don't know if it, it did get a little ratchet at one point. You know, there was this one, one lady who just was like trying to fight people. She ended up getting kicked out because she did eventually start fighting people, but she was wild. I remember I was like, man, don't get near me. She would whoop. She would crush me. I remember thinking like that girl, if she got on top of me, I would be dead. Her ground and pound, she would just smash me. Basically. I remember thinking that, but it was a fun experience. That was my first hip hop concert. And I've uh, been to many more since then. Those are, I think it's probably, yeah, I don't know. Going to a hip-hop concert, just the, the energy there, it's just so much fun. So much fun. Um, completely different vibe, you know, than other places. I've been to EDM music. I've been to reggae, rock. I just I just really like the, because the, the crowd work at the hip-hop concerts always seems to be the best, in my opinion. And it just, the energy and the vibe, it just seems so fired up. And I, I just really enjoy that. Um but what else? I was, oh, I also at that Wale concert, I remember that was the first time I was trying to do any smoking at a concert. And right as the blunt was getting ready to come to me, I believe, security, fucking Hawkeyes, must have saw somebody light it up or I don't know what. But before I could even get it, it got sniped. Security came through there. And I think, I feel like he was getting past me. It was like mid-pass. It was like, here you go, Miles finally what you've been waiting for and then right as i'm going to grab it i'm like oh yes please oh yeah oh, oh. boom security comes through fucking snipes that thing and you know there goes that but it was a great concert like i said still had a great time just had to have a few more drinks basically but you know nothing nothing wrong with that uh but yeah so what else oh, oh. this is just really random and i i just that's why I want to talk about it because it was so fucking so random. I think it was for some type of promotional event. We were uh, is uh, EJ and some other fraternity brothers and I. We decided to go to watch the game. The rapper, the game, came to K State, and it was a free concert because he was promoting like Battlefield Two or the new Call of Duty or something like that. And um, <clears throat> it was a free concert in the Union Square right outside – or, yeah, the K-State Union Square right, like, right outside the student union. And it was wild. That that was one of the craziest uh, concerts I had been to because you're, you're in little-ass conservative Manhattan, Kansas, you know, at K-State. And the game – I don't know if you know much about the game, but he's not a, a subtle dude. He's like a, a gangster, has, you know, been in gangs, he's from Compton, and he's at Kansas State just turning the fuck up. It was hilarious. He chugged a whole bottle of Grey Goose on stage at one point. 
He got this chick to come up on stage and flash the crowd. This is in front of the student union at Kansas State. I couldn't believe it. It was it that was a wild one. That was that was wild. I remember having a lot of fun at that. And uh, so it, it was, it, stuff like that. It's just so random. That's why you got to go to these things. You don't know what kind of experience you're going to get. You know, you don't know who you're gonna meet, who you're gonna run into, what kind of craziness is gonna happen. And that's what's so fun about going to live music in these concerts. You know, it's easy to just sit at home and listen to music and enjoy it like that, but it's just not the same. That's when you go to the concert. You experience that energy, get that vibe. Just, you know, really get flowing and feeling it. At least that's for me. I mean, I, I don't know. Some people don't like crowds. I get that, but... Yeah, it's, it's just so much fun. I even started, like, a couple years ago, I started going to concerts by myself because... I got sick and tired of missing out on good live music. People that I'm interested in seeing, you know. Not everybody has as good of music taste as me, you know. So they don't want to go see the bands I want to see. Because my music taste, mm, it's, it's amazing. I mean, you've obviously been listening to the podcast, so you know. You get it. And, uh, <laughs> so, you know, not everyone wants to go listen to hip-hop or not everyone wants to go see... One of them that I went to see by myself was Yellow Card, which is an old school guilty pleasure. You know, nobody even probably knows who the fuck they are. They have that like Ocean's Avenue song or some shit. But they were doing their farewell tour and they came here to San Diego. That's the last stop of the tour. Of course I had to go. The tickets were 20 bucks. That was so cheap. So I just went by myself and had a blast. It was a, an interesting crowd of people. Not, uh, not necessarily my crowd, I guess you could say. So I didn't meet as many people there. They're kind of those like shy emo-y people, but it was fun. Still had fun. Got to hear my, some of my favorite classics from them. Got to get out and try something new. That's what it's all about, you know. I think the first concert I went to by myself was actually a Chance the Rapper concert. And... I just finally, like I said, decided I was sick of missing out on this and I really wanted to see Chance the Rapper because I think he's really talented, great musician, great rapper. I had to see it. I had to. And it was worth every penny. Went there. Even though <laughs> the, the one regret, the one bad thing about going by yourself is, uh, is things can go a little south at times. Like at the Chance the Rapper concert, my phone died. As I was trying to get an Uber home, I was literally, you know, typing it in, do, 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 do. It's like, oh, please. And I had gotten typed in and he was on the way, but my phone died. So I had no idea who was picking me up. Couldn't figure out where to meet up. I didn't know if he could still know where I was. And, uh, long story short, I had to basically like haul down a taxi New York style, like trying to like, Oh fucking please help me. I'm stranded like 35 minutes away from my house. Like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to get home without this. So, you know, obviously some things can go bad, but there's a nice, there's a nice freedom to going to a concert by yourself. You don't have to worry about what other people were doing or trying to figure out, Oh, what should we do here? Do that. You just, you just do whatever the fuck you want and you can talk to whoever you want. And you already have something in common with everybody there. You want to see, the band or the performer that's on that stage. So, boom, that's your opening talk point. Oh, oh, what's your favorite song? Which one do you hope he plays? What's uh, 
oh, do you remember that one song? What about this one? Whatever, you know. There's always some little thing, some little opening to talk, to to create conversation, you know. I, I met some guy at the reggae fest who was there by himself, and he was a nice dude. So we ended up smoking a joint together. Just randomly, just out of out of nowhere, just, okay, hey, man, you want to smoke a joint? Oh, yeah, let's smoke a joint. Like, boom. And made a cool little friend just like that. You never know who you're going to run into or what's going to happen, and that's why it's so much fun. You know? So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to share some of those experiences with you. Um, Gosh, I had so many more I wanted to get on here, but it's already running a little long-winded, you know? I went to Can Rocks this one time, got to see Eminem and Kid Cudi. That was fucking amazing. Um... I got, I brought my brother to his first concert, which, you know, looking back, it might've been a little, uh, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have brought, broke him in with a, a schoolboy Q Joey Badass concert, but that's kind of what happened, but he had fun. You know, he wasn't ready for the crowds or the jumping or the craziness that is a hip hop concert, but, uh, it was fun, you know, and that's what it's all about. It's all about getting out there, getting out of your fucking house, getting around some people you don't know and just having some fun, just letting loose and going wild for a night. So. That's what it's about, people. Have fun every once in a while. Yeah. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed that. And yeah, talk to you next time. everybody the 15th episode of the millennial man child podcast is in the books we did it i hope you are still you know enjoying the podcast i sure am thank you for listening it is uh greatly appreciated seeing the numbers you know it's fun just kind of watching it go up a little bit so uh, that's exciting for me uh what else you know i just want to say if you're enjoying it feel free to rate like subscribe I'm going to be doing that giveaway finally. Uh, I, you know, didn't get a ton of entries, but whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I promised to do it, so I'm going to figure out uh, how I, how to do that and get that done in the next couple of, uh, you know, next week or so probably is the plan. But, yeah, if you're enjoying it, feel free to rate, like, subscribe, comment below. I think that's something people say. Comment. Make sure to comment below. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, I, I do appreciate it, but... Yeah, what else? I just wanted to hit you with a few things here at the end. Uh, 
you know, as I mentioned, the last couple weeks have just been crazy. I had guests here. I was gone all of last week. So my schedule's been, like, flipped upside down and backwards, basically. So I am looking forward to not only just relaxing a little bit, but getting back to a normal schedule. Exercising regularly, eating more appropriately, you know, writing, focusing on preparing for open mics and getting back into that. Because, you know, I had a little momentum going. I had a great show on Friday with my little five-minute set and the roast battle. And now I kind of... You know, been a, I'm going to be away from it for over a week again, and it's it's one of those things you just have to keep doing it. You have to keep sharpening the knife and keep sharpening the tool, and, and if you're not doing it, it's it's getting dull, plain and simple. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back into that and just having a little bit more of a normal schedule. Uh, yeah, been, been been doing good on the sugar for the most part. Like I said, I've been cutting out soda. Um, that's been going all right. I had, did have a little bit of fast food this past weekend because it was just, you know, everything was so go, go, go. Had to get some last night before we left. I was starving and I didn't feel like eating one of their $16 cheeseburgers at the reggae festival. So of course we had to get in and out, but, um, <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, gonna, just looking forward to getting back on track. Basically. I just feel like when I'm doing all the little things, right, I feel better. I'm operating at a higher level and it's just, you know, I'm just a better demeanor overall. It's been great to have all this fun in the past couple of weeks, but it's all, it's also like, okay, let's get back to a routine. I've been kind of going go, 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 just living this crazy little life, and I'm ready just to go back to something simple for a bit, basically. That's it. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> what else? Yeah, so that's, yeah. I want to, a new goal, I guess I'm trying to say here's a new goal I'm trying to get to is, uh, I got to read. I wanted to read five books this year. Haven't read one yet, which is bad, right? Uh, I've read, you know, the start or first like 50 pages of like four or five books multiple times. Picked it up, start reading, get to page 50, put it down, never pick it up again. I don't know why I do that. It's just something that happens and then I have to reread it and, you know, I hate doing that. So I'm like, I already read this, but I don't remember it, blah, blah, blah. So. My goal, I'm going to pick a book, try and finish it this week just to get back on track and start getting in that mode of reading again because it's something I think is important. i got to keep learning. i got to have more to talk about and just have a better understanding of things. And if I want to be able to talk about stuff and have a better understanding of it, what do you do? You read a book, plain and simple. So that's what I'm going to try and do, get back to that a little bit because I've been slacking, been slacking there. That's what you know. That's one thing you got to do. You got to keep looking at those goals, going back to it, and reminding yourself what did I want to do. And that's why I have mine plastered right in front of me at my desk, so it's easy to remember. You know. Uh, so yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. Like I said, here's two things real quick to check out. I think you should check out if you're looking for some giggles. This week we're going straight giggles, uh, just laughs. You know, want to waste some time and you don't really know what to do, kind of bored, well, go check out on YouTube. Both of these are free to watch. The first thing I'm mentioning here is uh, one of my favorite comedians. His name's Theo Vaughn, and I think he's fucking hilarious. Uh, if I would be very surprised in the next few years if he's not just really big, because he's just so fucking funny. But um, he has a set on YouTube where he <laughs> ate some magic magic mushrooms and is high on mushrooms, basically, while doing a 30-minute comedy set at an improv. And it is hilarious. It's just, it's not your normal comedy show. Like, you know, if you're expecting your normal, like, sharp, like, really tight, 
like, ah, oh, bada bing, bada bing, boom, there's the laugh. Like, you're, this is not that. But it is just hilarious to see him kind of going through it up there on stage and just working it out. It's so funny. So check that out if you're interested in that kind of thing. Uh, the other thing is called This Is Not Happening. And it's a, a show that was produced by one of my favorite, uh, another favorite comedian of mine, Ari Shafir, who has a great podcast called Skeptic Tank. But it's like a short, it's made by Comedy Central, and it's a short 10 to 15 minute storytelling show. They pick a topic, whether it's like bullies, drugs, strippers, I don't know, whatever. Uh, and they tell a story about it. The comedians do. And it's just fucking hilarious. They have so many great guests on there, like Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz, all kinds of people. And it's just funny. And it's a great, there's so many videos, you can waste multiple hours there if you're looking to do that. So go check those out and get some free laughs. That's what I'm, that's what my suggestions are for this week. Uh, but yeah, as we'll end it here, the music for this week, uh, Roots Reggae Music by Revolution, Girl at the Rock Show by Blink-182, and Get Away by Wale. So thanks for listening. I hope you have a great week. And until next time, man, signing off. Peace. That's that North Indian group that's happening right there. Ah. A lovely outer surface, a pity party I'm throwing. Sometimes I feel so worthless. I feel my work ain't enough. I feel they praise too much. Oh, now they don't praise enough. Them niggas hate me for what? One of us crazy, I'm frustrated, disgusted with them. The truth in my religion. Some motherfucking system, a motherfucking quota. And hell, my color purple. And I ain't talking Oprah. Just me, my eyes lower. I should have been a chauffeur. My driver's like no one. With Rick James, Murray Jane, motherfucking sofa. I'm in your couch, I'm joking. I'm on the couch toasting A bitch is nothing but a dog who ain't housebroken I'm in your spouse stroking What are my morals? But most of the time I lose my mind for divine oral Y'all define normal, that's why they don't get me And there is no chemistry with your schmoes in me And those opposing me have no souls indeed I'm like a purple I don't know defeat Or never felt it We gonna keep going Hey. With all due respect.